Hey you guys, it is me, your sister, friend, cousin, daughter, next door neighbor, and homie, Lydia. I told you guys in the latest episode for the streets, we'll be discussing more transparent topics because your girl has been slacking on y'all a little bit, to be honest. But now that my time has freed up, it's gonna go down, all right? So get ready for the new posture and energy I am bringing this season. Many topics will be discussed, but at the end, we'll all feel the change. One of the many topics I decided to bring to the forefront to discuss today is called staying in your lane. Let me repeat it for the people in the back. Staying in your lane, all right? This stems from the uncharted territory that we are about to partake in and figuring out what works for you. Well, enough has been said for this intro, so let's grab our beverage of choice and dive right in. And y'all, I ain't gonna cap. Lately, I've been drinking more than just water. I've been drinking a lot of ginger ale and juice, and I'm trying to hop back on to do better. So today with me, I have water because that's what I need to be drinking. Cause lately my head been hurting when I diverted from that. So let's dive right into today's topic. So y'all know off rip, I talk a lot about how we should be centered So basically being centered around ways to be the best version of you and how should that elevate, you know, but with that elevation comes different discoveries on how that should be done and not losing yourself in the process. Like I have said before, comparison can be your biggest downfall when trying to achieve financial stability and more because not everything should be just centered around money but a lot of people have that mindset of when i want to do stuff for myself i want to get paid while doing it so you branch out you try new things but we have to remember that hopping on these latest trends may get you seen and paid but it doesn't reflect the person who you are it doesn't reflect the person that you're trying to become and in the end you'll be battling yourself again on the pure unconditional love and happiness you would like to receive. Honestly speaking, something that God has really been working on in me is knowing my lane and staying in it. And I'm not finna act like I have never thought about hopping in different lanes, trying new things, because there has been plenty of times where I said to myself, you know what, let me venture off and try this and do that. What most creators do to get my stuff to be, you know, the analytics so it can get pushed out and, you know, to be seen and all that. But it doesn't reflect me. And in the end, all it's going to do is burn me out trying to be a part of something that isn't me and promoting it on social media. You know, we have to remember what we are doing in life. Remember what we are trying to reflect for ourselves. Like for me, my platform teaches people how to love themselves into who they are meant to be, as well as choosing Christ to be the center of their life. So if I start detouring off of that because I want to be on the latest trend, I want to get all these views, I want to get all these likes, it's not really 
stemming and focusing on the message that I'm trying to portray. And honestly, this message that I'm giving y'all is me. This is what I'm trying to become. I'm trying to become the best version of myself in life while finally deciding to walk with Christ. So if I start doing things that's not reflecting my journey, it's going to put a pause on that. And I don't want us to put a pause on life because we're distracted, you know, by the world. When we start giving things more attention than what we are supposed to be giving it, we're not in our lane, point blank, period. And, you know, working on you can be a little lonesome, if you get what I'm saying. Working on you, you can feel like, am I really putting in the effort like I think that I'm putting in? Is this really working? Is this really benefiting anybody? Is this really helping? And then you start to become a little bit of envious and jealous or distracted by other success because they reaching more people than what you expect for yourself to reach. But I want to be here to tell you today that you will reach who needs to get reached. You will speak to the people who need to get spoken to. Don't be distracted about numbers. Let's, let's Let's throw that out the window, okay? Because honestly speaking, if we did everything based upon numbers, a lot of stuff today that we are able to indulge ourselves in would be non-existent. Do you not understand when you're trying to progress, when you're trying to prevail in life, you will get laughed at, you will look down upon. It will be like one of the things like they wasting their time. This really ain't meant for them. They need to try something else. But you know what your purpose is. You know what you want to stand firm on. So you have to continue to strive to be that way. Don't switch up. Just put in that work and it will pay off. I promise you it will pay off. Like we cannot care what other people think about us. We cannot give them that authority to just uproot what we desire in our life and put that negativity into our spirit and let it fester and let it linger because all it is is distracting you of your purpose. It's distracting you of where you want to become in the future or in the present. All it is is the is a distraction and you know the biggest thing that the enemy will try to take away from us is our time because we can never get back our time so if you spend that time focusing on distractions focusing on numbers wishing you were there wishing you had this ability wishing you had all these things you will never see the true purpose you would never be able to reach who you are trying to get in contact with whether it's a platform whether it's just you trying to elevate yourself you won't be able to get there because you'll be too distracted focusing on what's going on around you i have said this many a times on my bible study self-cares and i'm saying it on here we have to have tunnel vision we have to have it because the moment we start moving our heads around and looking elsewhere that tunnel vision escapes us and then we're put in situations that we're asking god that we're asking to get released out of that we should never even been tangled up in but we're envious but we're trying to see what works for us and I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with branching out there's nothing wrong with trying to discover who you are but once you realize that's not your section and that's not your lane don't keep trying to conform who you are to fit into that lane because what is meant for you is meant for you that is on period like Honestly speaking, y'all, like my biggest season this month has been God has been changing my posture. God has been moving in my mind. God has been speaking to me. God has been telling me some things that I need to start doing to not just elevate this organization, but elevate who I am as a person. And 
honestly speaking, if I cannot focus on those things, do you really think I will be able to just come on here and speak to y'all? No, because my mindset has to be not just because God said it, but it's what I want for myself. It's what I want for myself. So who cares if you come in contact with people who don't see the vision? It's not their vision to see. It is your vision. And whatever your vision is, you have to stay in that lane. You have to put in that work. You have to continue with that drive. You have to say, Lydia wants this for herself. Lydia wants that generational wealth. Lydia wants that peace. Lydia wants to break them generational curses. Whatever it is that's in your life that you want for you, you cannot stop. You have to prevail. Who cares if people don't get it? They gonna get it eventually when you start getting paid. They gonna get it eventually when you start getting a bigger following they gonna get it eventually when it's more attention to it right now whatever it is that you're trying to birth out of you is in baby state it's an infant state it needs you to hold this head up because it's not secure it needs you to feed it it needs you to carry it it needs you to prevail Whatever you're pushing out of you, it needs for you to prevail. And you cannot prevail if you're not focused on the end game. You're not focused on the gift that's trying to continue to grow out of you. And and you know what? Honestly speaking, I would rather have supporters than followers. Well, you might say, Lydia, ain't that the same thing? No. A supporter is someone who sees the vision, who supports you past, present, future, whatever the situation is. They understand the objective. They say, I see what she's doing. I see she's trying to become the best version of herself. I see that God is moving in her life. And I want to reach some of that. I want to have some of that blessing. I want to reach my full potential in life so I can be at a peaceful state. And then battling with these demons in these streets. And I'm tired of seeing and messing with every single day. All right. And then a follower is just a number. They follow. They follow in the crowd. If the wind blows one way, they go on that way. The wind blows another way, they go on the other way. They're not firm in the ground. They don't want to see no picture. They just want to follow whatever the wind, wherever, whatever, whatever, whatever. It just want to follow. So I would rather have these 700 people that listen to me consistently on this platform, all right, than 7 million people listening to me on this platform but don't see the picture that God is trying to grow out of me and I'm being transparent and I have spoken about this on my YouTube channel I don't spoken about this just with my close friends y'all I got terminated I did a whole story time about it on my YouTube channel and that's that's going there to see that but I got terminated and me being me I have always been a driven person I said wow I can't believe that happened to me and then in that termination when I was on that Daniel fast God spoke to me he told me it was going to happen and he told me not to press he told me not to worry about it he told me to take my butt back in school because I have been putting work on the forefront of my life since I graduated out of high school my mindset was like well if I make enough money I can do this if I can make enough money I can do that if I could if I can if I can if I can but it hasn't been working out for me one job wasn't paying enough I moved to a different job that job wasn't paying enough I moved to a different job that job wasn't paying enough I'm moving to a different it's a repeating cycle and God says stop worrying about the money take your butt back to school and watch how i move in your life and you know that's that faith in me because you know sometimes god can tell us things and we like mm, god mm, how you gonna make that happen 
how you gonna make that happen if I'm not on nobody's payroll? You get what I'm saying? Like, how you gonna make that happen? Because I'm independent. My my parents, yes, they some like support me, but not support me in 120 million percent. As in, they pay for every little thing. Like, I'm grown. I like to be independent. I don't like asking people for stuff. I just like supporting me because that's how I am. I have always been a driven person. I have always said I want my own. This is my own. When I wanted my own car, I got my own car. When I wanted my own stuff, I got my own stuff. I didn't have to look at nobody say oh can you you know and for God to put me in a situation and I honestly <laughs> y'all I doubted it I kept applying for jobs and I was like well you know what I'll just work full-time until it's time for me to start school which will be in late August and I'll just quit the job or like start working part-time at that job but you know just trying to figure stuff out and it was so funny because um I got in a scam I got scammed looking for a job trying to get myself out of God's protection basically and God really told me what did I tell you I told you not to worry about no money I told you to take your butt back to school and watch how I bless you and you know sometimes that's like that little kid in us like an adult somebody of authority can tell us to do something and we're just like try it this way and it, it and it was a real moment for me to humble myself and I had to put my tail between my legs and humble myself and I had to say you know what God I am going to follow you and that goes in staying in your lane if God is speaking to you if you know that you know that something is not for you stop trying to force it to work into your life because eventually either it's gonna erupt your life or it's gonna push you out like like a virus it's gonna push you out of something that's trying to grow in your skin but it's not meant to be in your skin so your body is gonna force it out because it's not supposed to be there so we have to have a mindset of staying in our lane no matter what it is and y'all i'm to be honestly like i could be on instagram looking at the reels and the sounds can sound so good the audio that they use and i'm like oh i'm gonna use this for my platform i'm gonna use this to promote my stuff and god be like no no you're you're not using the sound so people can see what i'm gonna let people see what needs to be seen and that's what i have to understand when god says he's gonna do something he gonna do something because honestly speaking when you guys reach out to me that'd be the biggest blessing like me started and it all started for me doing bible study self-care when covid first started i used to go on live every thursday at 6 p.m and i would pick a verse that relates to the current situation in our lives and I would break it now. And it all started from there. And that following was growing and God's elevating me step by step by step. And he's showing me step by step by step how I can grow. But I cannot grow if I don't stay in my lane. That's like when we drive on the interstate and we think we know something and we end up getting off on the wrong exit and then the GPS makes us do a whole U-turn to get back on the expressway because we should have never got off on that exit to begin with and we wasted time getting off on that exit when we should have stayed straight. That's how life is. That's how God is in your life. God is reminding us to stop getting off on them exits and to stay focused, stay in our lane. We know what works for us. And it's okay to branch out if you don't know what works for you. 
If you don't know what works for you, branch out. But don't put yourself in a situation that you automatically know branching out into the situation does not meet your makeup, does not meet who you are, and is torn with your spirit, and you feel it every time, and you keep feeling that that nudge in your body like, I shouldn't be doing this, I shouldn't be doing this, I shouldn't be. Well, stop. Well, stop. Because let me tell you something. God can always intervene in your situation and pull you out. I don't care how in the deeps of the deep of the deep you think that you are. God can pull you out. I am a testament to that. I thought for once upon a time that God forgot about me and he didn't give a petunia about me. And God showed me. He was like, what you talking about? I still loved you. And he pulled me right out that mess. And I thought I wouldn't be able to escape that mess. But I did. God can move in our lives. And this ain't me on here trying to say, choose God, love God. This is God. No, I'm just reminding you that you have the opportunity to put your hands, put your life in whatever you want it to be. But make sure you have that tunnel vision. Make sure you not let people's words beat you up. Make sure you not letting situations beat you up. And I ain't even gonna cap y'all. I was a little depressed about getting terminated because I'm like, I'm I'm a hard worker. What you mean you letting me go because I'm not learning too fast and I only been here two weeks and some change. Like, it really beat me up on the inside because I'm like, God, like, come on now. Like, I just don't understand. And God's like, I have better in store for you. And for years, for years, for years, when God first gave me this vision, honestly, before I even started Reach, I always wanted to be my own boss. I always wanted to motivate people. I always wanted people to just progress in life. And I was like, I don't know how that's going to become an organization. I don't know how that's going to become a vision. But God, you're going to make it happen for me. And I've been like that since I've been little. And the fact that what I've been wanting since I've been little has been taken step by step into my present adulthood now I just know there's greatness in store and we can't let life situations we can't let tribulations we can't let nothing stop us from reaching our full potential we can't become distracted we can't become envious we can't become jealous we can't be throwing ourselves pity parties you can be the biggest victim of your own self it's called the victim I forgot what it's called but basically you making yourself the victim of the situation it is taking responsibility. It's taking accountability. You are the cause of the situation. What can you do to get yourself out of the situation? Period. And if you're not the cause, let me tell you something. You can't change your environment, but you can change your environment. You might be like, Lydia, what are you talking about? You can't change people, but you can change how you receive the energy that people are trying to give to you. Because the only thing that you can control is you. Everything else, we leave that to God. Whether somebody did us wrong, whether somebody, the situation didn't go the way that we expected it to go. We leave that to God, but we can do this. I can change how I treat myself. I can change how I love myself. I can change how I view this world. I can change everything about me. But what everybody else got going on, you know what you can do for you. And how you do that? By staying in your lane. If it's not meant for you to go that path, don't beat yourself up about it because there's going to be greater paths in your life. When I tell you I have never been looked 
I have been looked down on. I have been laughed at. I have been enticing myself with people that I know weren't good for me. But but me having a loving heart, I try to be present in their life to show them the love of Christ. But let me tell you something. People going to get Christ whether you approach them or not. It's just about you living that life the way you're supposed to live it. Yes, God wants us to evangelize. Yes, God wants us to tell the word. But we also are God. Jesus and God are not forceful people. When Jesus went around speaking the word, he didn't walk up on nobody and be like, hey, listen to what I got to say and sit down. He just did what he did and him walking, him living that that gospel within him. It encouraged people to follow. It gave people that warmth, that hope that they've been looking for, that faith that they've been asking God for. We have to stay in our lane. Stop. And I don't know who maybe I needed to tell myself this, but we have to stay in our lane. Stop being discouraged because you are not where you are. Stop being discouraged because you thought you were supposed to be somewhere, but you're not there yet. Who says there's a time limit on anything? There's not a time limit of marriage. There's not a time limit of working. There's not a time limit of starting a business. There's not a time limit on nothing. So stop beating yourself up because you don't have two cars and married and got your own house with kids and a dog. Or maybe you want your own house and you haven't got it yet. Stop beating yourself up. It's okay because let me tell you something. When it happens, only you can say, God did this for me. When I got that brand new car and y'all know my story about how my car went in the house, how I didn't have a car for a while and all the situation and people kept telling me you can get another used car. And in my mindset and God asked me, he said, what car do you want? I said, God, I want a brand new car. I want a brand. I don't care what anybody else got to say about my situation. This is my situation. And that's what we forget. This is our life. This is our situation. Stop giving people the authority to speak things over you that don't even pertain to you because it's not speaking to the God that's within you. I think I spoke to somebody. Stop letting people speak over you that does not have nothing to do with the spirit that God has rested on you. This is your life. Let people say what they say. I'm not happy. You can't get no car working that job. And I did. You can't do this making that type of money, but I do. So what else? Because there will always be denominators that try to bring you down, that tries to rip you out of your identity, that tries to make you discouraged, that tries to make you feel like this path that you're walking in life is oblivious and it don't mean nothing and it ain't worth nothing. Just give up, join the world. But let me tell you something, the path that you on right now, this is your breakthrough moment. This is your moment that's going to prove to people that you said who you said that you are. You serve a God that can do anything above all that you can ask ask or think this is your breakthrough season but we cannot break through if we don't have that mindset that like-mindedness to stay solely planted on what God has instructed us to do to stay solely planted on what you know is supposed to be spoken over your life stop trying to figure out how it's going to be done just take the first steps and watch it grow
Whether it's a drastic change, whether it's a small change, you know what you want for you. Stop what you doing. Stop making excuses. Stop. (laughs) We ain't got time for excuses. Check yourself. And sometimes I have to check myself. I'm like, man, let me stop coming up with these excuses as to why I can't do this. Because let me tell you something. I kept making excuses to God as to why I can't post that much. I kept making excuses. Well, God, I can't do this because I work full time. God, I can't do that because I work. And guess what God did? He ripped the work right up from underneath my feet. And he said, all right, you keep saying you can't do what you can't do because you too busy working. Now prove to me you can do it now since you don't have that obligation no more. Stop making excuses. The only excuse that you can bring to the table is none. I don't have time for excuses. I don't have time for reasons as to why I can reach my full potential. I don't have time to be tangled up with people that don't speak to my purpose. I don't have time to be attaching myself to devils, trying to rip them devils off of them and I'm struggling with my own stuff. I don't have time to be dealing. I don't have time. I don't have time. The only time I know that I have is the best time to reach to be the best version of me. That's the time I want. I don't have time to be depressed. I don't have time to be anxious. I don't have time to be having anxiety. I don't have time to be trying to figure out how this going to get done because I know it's going to get done because my God told me that he is with me in a time of trouble. My God told me that he will heal me. My God told me that I will never go without lack. My God told me that he is a keeper. He's a blesser. My God, my God, my God. The same faith that I have will be ignited with your faith. And we have to trust and believe that God is moving. It says it in Matthew, in the book of Matthew, God talks about it. He says the people who have their hearts towards me will always be blessed. But those who wish malice, their demise will come to an end. So we have to stay focused. We have to continue to walk in our lanes. Stop worrying about what your neighbor doing. Stop worrying about what your friend doing. Let me tell you something. Your biggest supporters may not be your circle. And it's not because you're not surrounded by the correct people. If you feel that is so, then reevaluate. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about your support system may not be from your circle. I have people that I know that say, you know what, what you post is not really my cup of tea, but I support you and I love you. If they don't have the heart to listen to my stuff, I didn't make this for them. I'm making it for people who has the heart to listen. I'm making it for those who wants some an outlet. I'm making it for whoever God wants me to reach. Stop trying to reach your circle. Your circle know you. Who cares? The goal is not to reach your circle. When you're trying to elevate and grow in life, you just don't want to see your forefront people who's always in your face. You want to see more. You want to see double, right? So stop trying to reach your circle they may or may not be your biggest supporters who cares god is trying to elevate us god is changing our posture god is trying to give us a different mindset a different heart a different drive a different everything he wants to make us a new one people see us they want to see the grace of god's oil dripping off of us they're going to see that generational curses are broken off of us they're going to see everything that they want that they desire in their lives so bad off of you that they will want to connect themselves with you that their spirits are going to be hungry for the blood of jesus their spirits are going to be thirsting for 
God to move in their life. And what you're going to do, God is going to set you up with that posture to be able to endure. He's going to set you up with that attitude to be able to persevere. He's going to put you in a place where you can grow and not even the devil's going to be able to touch you because he's going to hide you in his secret place. He's going to hide you in Goshen. So continue to stay focused, continue to have that drive, continue to be the best version of you because it's going to pay off. And I'm not saying I'm perfect. Lydia has her times where she is like, man, bump this, bump this. I'm not going nowhere. I'm not getting nothing out of this. Is this really what I need to be doing with myself? I can do something 10 times better. And every time I have that, thought God recircles me back to when I was in the pit of my loneliness where I wanted to end it all. And he reminds me not to be cocky about it, but he reminds me, he says, who brought you out of this? What did you say you would do if you get out of this situation? And I just remember living a life in the world, trying to follow what everybody was doing. I have never felt the most broken I have ever felt in my life. I'm not trying to grow any family bonds. I'm not trying to grow any friendship bonds. I'm not trying to grow none of that. I just felt broken. And God ripped me out of that. And he says, I'm going to place you in a position of peace. And as long as you continue to follow me, you're going to continue to feel this peace. When I got terminated, peace. When I was put in that situation where I got scammed, peace. Where I lost the people that I thought were my dearest friends and they took themselves away from me, peace. Stop fighting it. This, this is your moment to prevail. This is your breakthrough. This is your season to be able to ask God anything you desire from your heart. This is your season to just receive everything that the devil tried to steal from you. COVID is not going to stop us. This pandemic is not going to stop us. This world ripping itself apart is not going to stop us. The only thing that's going to stop us is us. So we have to stay focused and we have to know what God has for you. It is for you. And I have to repeat that to myself all the time. What God has for me, it is for me. And I'm going to just trust and believe God say he got me. I'm going to just have to trust that because every time I stepped out of that faith, I was end up in situations I ain't got no business being in. If I'm being completely honest with you. <laughs> what God has for you is for you. And honestly, y'all speaking, I don't even have no intentions of going that way. My outline don't even say half of this stuff. But when God wants to enter into this place, I'm going to let him enter in because this is all him. This ain't me. This is something, yes, I enjoy doing. Yes, I love doing. But when you put God in the center of everything you do, the only thing that it can do is bless. When you remove God out the center of what you do, you're going to be going through stuff you ain't got no business going through. So my biggest thing, every time before I speak to y'all, I'm like, God, let me give them something that can feed their spirit and motivate them, but not also feed them in a temporary state, but an everlasting state for them to know that they are loved and they can achieve anything they want. And so happened is one of them seasons. God came in, he showed up and showed out. But let me pray for y'all real quick, because we have been on here for a while and I just believe... 
when God is in the room and when God is speaking to his people, I just honestly believe that we seal it in prayer so that the enemy, so that no one has the opportunity to rip out what was just said. So buy your heads if you can buy your heads. If not, just listen to the sound of my voice. God, we thank you for entering into this place. God, we have been broken for so long. We have been lost for so long. And nobody can remove that feeling from us but you. You are our healer. You are our protector. You are our provider. You are everything. You said it in your word. I did not say it, God. You did. And you said your word is not void. Whatever you speak, it shall come to pass. So God, since you spoke it, we pray that it comes to pass in our lives. God, we are not perfect. There has been so many times that even I'm a lost count that you should have been disappointed with us and uprooted us and just ended it all. But God, you gave us grace and mercy. You continue to breathe the breath of life every day we wake up because you want us to fulfill this purpose that you have in store in our lives. So God, we just ask that you help us to be able to obtain those purposes, God. And maybe this is the first time that we want to give our life to you. God, we just ask that you enter in. We don't know what to say. We don't know what to do. We don't know how to speak. But God, you know our hearts. You know that we are leaning towards you. And God, we bind the hands of the enemy that tries to enter in, to uproot, to still kill and destroy. We plead the blood of Jesus upon anybody that is connected to us. We plead the blood of Jesus upon ourselves. We plead the blood of Jesus on our surroundings, our environment. God, we ask that you send down your angels of protection. We ask that you send down your angels of peace. We ask that you send down your angels of mercy. And God, you keep showing and prevailing in our lives that this walk that we're walking is of you and is of purpose. And that even though this walk can sometimes make us feel lonely, God, engulf us with that peace that the loneliness will subside and the feeling of of loneliness will turn into a feeling of joy to understand and to know that you are evident, that you are present and that you are making waves in our lives like we never thought would have been made before. God, I just ask whatever these listeners, whatever their hearts are geared toward, those hearts, those hearts, those hearts, God, wipe the film from our eyes. Protect our gates, God, from the world. Help us to stay focused on you. And God, as we are deciding to lean more into you, God, we ask and we pray that you help us, God. We ask and we pray that you give us the answers to those things that we've been asking and needing of you, God, because God, you said that your children will forever be blessed. So God, help us to reap that that maturity of blessings, our cup running over with blessings, but don't do it for our namesake, God. Do it for your namesake. So when somebody asks us how we got got out of that situation, if somebody asks us how we are getting blessed so much, we can turn around and say, nobody but you, God. Nobody but God, because we are focused and we are driven to become the best version of ourselves that you want us to be and also that we foresee in our lives. 
lives. God, we love you. We honor you and we adore you just for being awesome and amazing, God. Soften our hearts. Help us to be more lenient towards you. And I know sometimes in life we feel like you don't hear us. And sometimes we feel like, man, bump this Christ thing, bump, bump you, bump. But God, we just need you to hear us. You hear our hearts crying out. So God, we just ask and we pray that you move in our lives like never before. We love you, God. And increase our faith. Because sometimes... Our faith can be little, but God, you said as long as our faith is the size of a mustard seed and a mustard seed is very petite. So, God, as long as we have enough for that faith, you can grow it fully. So, God, make our faith grow fully in you. Make our faith grow fully in the vision that we have. Make our faith grow, God. Make it grow. In the mighty name of Jesus, whatever my listeners are asking of you, God, I ask and I pray that you honor it. I ask and I pray that you move in their lives like never before. God, we just need you to move. We tired of this pandemic. We tired of all this. So, God, we ask and we pray that you move like never before. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I love you guys. I I, I love y'all with all my heart. I'm going to just repeat this as an ending remark. Have tunnel vision. Stay focused. Keep your drive because I promise you it will work out in the end. It will. And the only thing that you're going to be able to say about that situation is, but God, God did it. I thought you wasn't Christian. I am now because God moving. Just just have the tunnel vision. Write out your plan. Make it plain. What you want for yourself. Writing stuff down is the next step of affirmation to say that you're going to move forward in those steps to be great. So if you got to write it down, y'all, everything I desire for reached, I wrote it down. Everything I desire for my life, I write it down. And I just have a mindset of this is going to happen in my life. And I'm just trust and believe that me choosing Christ over the world and everything else in my life, that it will come to pass and it will happen. And when people ask me how, I will say, God, because I can't do this on my own. I can't. We none of us can. So keep your drive. Keep focus. Have that tunnel vision. I promise you it's going to pay off. And you're going to think back to this podcast episode. Man, I remember hearing Lydia. She told me it was going to pay off. Now look. Even God, you told me it was going to pay off. Now look. So stay focused, y'all. If no one have told you this today, I'm going to tell you. I love you. And I know God loves you, of course. But I love you. And let's get off this thing, y'all. So... But other than that, this is your sister, friend, cousin, daughter, next door neighbor, and homie, Lydia, signing off until I see y'all again, which will be next week because I know y'all been peeping. I've been posting weekly and reminding you to like, comment, share, and repost because it will help your girl out tremendously. So please do it. Turn on your post notifications so you will be updated for the next episode because they are coming like hot cakes. And keep up with my YouTube channel called Lydia's 
Chronicles. Lydia's Chronicles, all right? Keep up with it. I be posting on there so consistently. I did a story time on how I got scammed. I did a story time on how I lost my job. I've just been proactive on there and stuff like that. So y'all go check that out so y'all can see a other version of me other than hearing my beautiful voice. <laughs> because why not? But P.S. y'all, we must never forget that the end game here is to grow spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically into the best version of ourselves with who? <laughs> with God, y'all. But I love you, SBCs. And until we meet again, bye.